and welcome to NSTA, The Bus Stop. This is the official podcast of the National School Transportation Association. I am Kurt Mackison, Executive Director, and pleased to be joined today by Kim Worster, Senior Vice President over at uh, First Student. And she's also a member of the NSTA Board of Directors in, in honor of Women's History Month. Kim, welcome to NSTA, The Bus Stop. Thank you, Kurt. It's a pleasure to be here. No, it pleasures all ours, and it, it's great to you know get you on a podcast for the, the you know for the first time. And what what I like to do is, and I think this is actually the most interesting part of the podcast o- overall when we do it. And we you know we hear a lot about you know operations, people's products, services, etc. But I love to know people's background, how they got involved in student transportation. And I know you've been around in student transportation for you know a few years. So it'd be great to know, you know, how did you get your start? Where did you cut your teeth? And, you know, how did you make this, you know, your career? Absolutely. Thanks, Kurt. I've actually been in student transportation now for 23 years. My background is as an accountant. I'm a CPA. And I started my early career in public accounting with KPMG. In 2000, I joined a startup school bus company called North Star Passenger Services, and they were based in Ontario, Canada. And I was their chief financial officer. So we started the business with an acquisition of a family-owned bus company up in Ottawa, Ontario. Uh, We grew that operation up to 800 buses across Ontario and then sold the business in 2005 to National Express. Our company was integrated into their Canadian operating entity, Stock Transportation, and we all know Barry Stock very well. And I worked at National Express then for uh, a number of years in several roles, including uh, Vice President of Integration. And my final role with them was as Senior Vice President, Chief Operating Officer, and I oversaw all of their Canadian and Eastern U.S. operations before I joined First Student. So you've been at First Student for a number of years. I think the listeners would love to hear about, you know, your current role at First Student and, you know, what you do on a day-to-day basis. Absolutely. Um, So I started with First Student in 2017 as the Senior Vice President of Operations, overseeing Western Canada and the Pacific Northwest in the U.S. And in 2018, my region expanded to include the southwestern U.S. So today, my region encompasses operations in five Canadian provinces, one territory, and 10 U.S. states. And my role includes overall responsibility for all aspects of my region's operation, including, well, first and foremost, supporting my team. Um, I have a region vice president as well as six area general managers that do a fantastic job running their respective areas of operations. But more specifically, my overall responsibilities for the region include providing support for, of course, uh, the daily operations of the routes. um, And we utilize technology to gather data to provide us uh, visibility to key performance indicators like on-time performance, speeding, idling, accidents, and many other performance metrics that allows us to continuously improve uh, improve our operations. Um, I also have overall responsibility for the safety of our passengers and employees and facilities. Of course, customer service, you know, we care very much about how our customers are feeling about the service they're receiving. So in addition to regular contact with them, you know, we employ an annual satisfaction survey uh, to identify areas of improvement, new opportunities to provide more services, and just understand how our customers are feeling about their overall service experience. So always looking, you know, for ways to do better. Fleet maintenance, uh, we run a lot of buses, and so we have an extensive preventative maintenance program, and we utilize lean principles to manage our shops. And we also have a number of key performance indicators uh, in our maintenance world that gives me visibility to how our shops are performing. Community engagement, um, you know, we live and work in the communities that we service. So being an active participant 
and community events, you know, particularly those that involve the students that we transport are very important to us as well. So I always want to ensure that we are being very supportive of our communities um, growing the business. You know, uh, we're focused on growth and whether it be by acquisition, bid or conversion. My role along with my team is to support uh, the work of our acquisitions team and our business development team to identify and then support those growth opportunities. And of course, you know, spearheading any corporate initiatives uh, for my region, ensuring that we are keeping up with any new technology rollouts, safety initiatives, process changes, et cetera. So that's kind of my role in a nutshell. Yeah, quite extensive role you're playing with the first student in, in your spare time. You serve as an NSTA Board of Director member. Can you talk to the listeners a little bit about that experience and what it's been like for you? Absolutely. Um, so I've served on the board now uh, since first student rejoined NSTA in 2019 as a director at large. And I really have enjoyed my time on the board of NSTA, being able to work with our competitors on shared industry challenges, including new technologies, um, the amazing advocacy that our United Voice brings to inform the regulators and legislators, enabling us to be active participants in shaping our industry. Um, I also really like how our association provides opportunities for our vendor partners to showcase their new products and service and technology at our conferences and trade shows. It really gives our members, particularly the smaller companies who might not otherwise be aware of what is happening, uh, gives them visibility and easy access to what is transforming the industry. So I believe that our association adds a ton of value to its members and vendor partners, and I'm really glad to be a part of it. Yeah, and we're definitely glad to, to have mm-hmm. you, Kim. Now, you know, you talked about industry challenges and share challenges. One thing that comes to mind first and foremost is the electrification of the school bus fleet. And we know that First Student has had a, you know, pretty high level presence, you know, in that discussion throughout North America. So like to get your insight for the benefit of the listeners about the transition to an electric school bus fleet. Absolutely. Um, so as a company, you know, we're, we're committed to electrifying our fleet as part of our ongoing work to improve safety, um, you know, making the air safer to breathe and maintaining a modern, efficient fleet. And our mission is to replace 30,000 diesel buses with electric by 2035. So, so pretty lofty. And we've recently uh, hit a great milestone. We've turned our one millionth mile with our electric vehicles recently. So that's super exciting for us. We're also hearing from many of our school district partners that, of course, they want electric units in their operations. So we're always working with them to make that possible. And we're partnering with local, state, and federal funding sources, you know, to find opportunities to bring electric school buses to our customers. And we are engaged with many electrification projects right now across our operations in both the U.S. and Canada. Yeah, and I know it's a, you know, monumental effort, and we're glad to partner with with you all at First Student and, you know, seeing this through, you know, to fruition. And I guess it leads me to, to one of my final questions here, Kim, is, you know, we've been talking about transformation to a fully electric school bus fleet. And obviously the, you know, we're not, I don't even think we're through the first chapter of that, that story, right? But, you know, over the years, you've been in student transportation. Are there, are there any things that stick out in your mind that have been particularly transformative within the industry? Well, probably not surprising, uh, but we do see electrification as the most transformative Mm -hmm. event in school bus history. And while it's still early in that process, you can see both the demand and the supply grow at a great pace. And it's going to make the most significant difference to the students we transport and the communities where we operate. I mean, some of the high level benefits of electric school buses, um, you know, zero 
tailpipe emissions, you know, electric school buses don't produce any exhaust. So this is a clean and healthy technology. So therefore it's a reduced environmental impact. You know, and in fact, replacing the country's school buses with electric fleets could eliminate approximately 5.3 million tons of greenhouse emissions annually. So that's huge. Um, it's a quieter ride. There's no engine running. Um, there's improved student, driver, and public health. And, you know, interestingly, we're hearing from our customers anecdotally that parents are saying that their kids who are riding the electric school buses that we have operating right now, they're coming home from school more relaxed and kind of less wound up and rambunctious. And so it'll be interesting to see if that quieter ride has a calming effect on kids more broadly. But I just thought that was an interesting observation. Mm, it is. Um, cost savings, it is. Uh, cost savings, you know, on maintenance and fuel, it can be tens of thousands of dollars over the lifetime of a bus. Electric vehicles require far less maintenance. There's no engines, so no oil changes. You know, and finally, community resilience. You know, with the ability to provide vehicle-to-grid-enabled buses, you know, each of our buses are a power storage facility where we can provide power back to the grid during peak times when our buses aren't operating. So it, it, I, can't, I can't say that anything else comes to mind other than electric buses kind of being that huge transformative impact on our industry. Yeah, absolutely. A lot of great points you made. Um, Kim, you, you know, for folks who maybe aren't familiar with, you know, First Student, where can they find, you know, more information about the company? Oh, absolutely. We, um, we of course, have our website, uh, firststudentinc.com. And you also can find us on LinkedIn, uh, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. All right. The cadre of social media that we can't live without in this day and age. So, um, Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Once again, our guest, Kim Worcester, Senior Vice President for a Student. Uh, she's an NFTA board member. And Kim, thanks so much for helping us celebrate Women's History Month. Brought a lot of great information um, to the podcast. And, you know, I'd love to have you back at some point. Thank you, Kurt. It was my pleasure. And thank you again for having me.